can I talk about my cat for a minute? Yeah. Because, <laughs> uh, so in the midst of all of this, all of this, uh, my worst cat, <laughs> who is Dale, uh, the tuxedo cat, just, I don't, I don't even know when exactly this happened, but at some point when the door was open, he darted outside and vanished. Uh, and we didn't realize this. I, so at like 4 p.m. on like a Wednesday or Tuesday, I guess it would have been, um, we were like, I was like, you know, I haven't seen the cat all day. I, I <laughs> and usually he, he likes to bother me um, periodically throughout the day. Yeah. Uh, although now that um, we're both home, he kind of divides his bothering between the two of us. Wow. So that's you know it's it's an improvement. I don't I don't get a hundred percent of his bothering. Um, but uh, so you know we scour the house and can't find him and are freaking out. <laughs> and uh, so I like post about him that he's missing on like next door and whatever and email the humane society and everything um and our friend comes over to help because she's a wonderful person who's listening to this <laughs> so thank you for that um and like actually does the thing that i dread more than anything including phone calls which is like knocking on the doors of our neighbors and it turns out that he was actually he being the cat was uh, actually hanging out in our neighbor's backyard all day because um, they have a bird bath as well as a bird feeder and they have got lots of birds consequently. Ah. So he was just like chilling in their yard all day and they thought that was fine, uh, that eventually somebody would come claim him or he'd go home or whatever. Uh, so our friend who knows him really well, who's interacted with him many times, upon whom he has slept on many occasions, uh, comes over to him and he runs the hell away like an idiot. <laughs> And so the cat's missing again, uh, and we don't see him again. Uh, and uh, so at, like, the traditional midnight, <laughs> of course, I hear a fucking fox screaming in the way that foxes scream. Google it if you've never heard what the fox says uh, for real. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, a fox comes screaming down the street, and I see it in my driveway, and it looks huge. Uh, it's probably a normal fox size, but I know that my cat's out there. So it seems like the world's biggest fox. Right. Um, and it's just like around. And so like my cat is outside with a fox and it sucks. So I print up some like flyers about the cat and I hand them out to as many neighbors as I can. <laughs> as many as answered their door, which is also like all of this is happening during social distancing. So it's very weird. Like everything's very weird, uh, and I'm like knocking on strangers' doors and handing them papers, and including the mailman. <laughs> I accosted the mailman, and so I mean that's you know the best I can do. Meanwhile, the local cat ladies have been like giving me all kinds of ass advice about about you know recapturing my cat. But it turns out all that really needed to happen, uh, the, the neighbor just picked him up <laughs> and brought him home later that afternoon. Uh, so we got him back on a Wednesday and he was so wet. <laughs> he was, cause it had been raining. So he was like damp and cold and dirty and miserable. Um, and you'd hope that he would have learned his lesson from this, but he probably hasn't. Uh, <laughs> oh, surely not. <laughs> and you'd think that would be like the happy ending to the story, but actually there's more. Um, I, I make an appointment with the vet. By the way, going to the vet is also very weird in the time of coronavirus. Um, 
<laughs> so I, uh, I, I make an appointment at the vet to get mostly to get him flea stuff, but he was also behind on some of his vaccines. So I figured take him in, whatever. So we uh, do all that. The vet looks him over. He seems okay. She leaves the room. And because it is the time of the plague, uh, their usual policy is to leave the patients in the exam rooms and then have the front desk people like bring the billing stuff to you and kind of isolate you. So I'm standing around waiting for one of them and I smell cat pee. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, Daly must have had an accident uh, in, in his carrier. So I look in, the cats peed a bunch of blood. <laughs> like it was really, really easy to tell that the cat had definitely had blood in his urine. <laughs> So like, well, shit. So I, I like summon the vet back because she'd gone into wherever vets go when they're not in exam rooms. The next exam room. And, uh, <laughs> and she comes and takes a look at him and brings him in the back. And of course, he has no more pee in him <laughs> so to do a diagnostic. So I have to leave the cat at the vet for a couple hours so that he can make more pee <laughs> so she can examine it. And it was like pretty unremarkable. Oh, and also ultrasound his bladder because he'd had a bladder stone before. That was like an incidental finding when he almost died because he swallowed a piece of silicone. Mm. They were like, oh, and by the way, he has a bladder stone. So how about while we're in there <laughs> <laughs> to remove his, his foreign object, uh, we take out his bladder stone too. Not that it was thrown in. I mean, we did have to pay for that surgery, but at least it was just one anesthesia. Right. <laughs> yeah. So... She ultrasounded him and his, he didn't appear to have bladder stones or crystals in his pee. There was blood and whatever. So she was like, eh, I don't know, give him some antibiotics and an anti-inflammatory and he should be okay. And I'm like, cool. This is excellent. So hopefully the cat has stopped peeing blood. I'll have to make a follow-up appointment for him in a little while. But he's... Back inside, sleeping on beds, sitting on people, hopefully appreciating his normally cushy life, but he's stupid, so who knows. So that was my last week. Such a bad baby. Right? What the hell? And Abelard was worried about him. Aww. Like, he was, like, staring out the back window a bunch. He was, like, down there. Like, usually Abelard is wherever we are, but he was, like, downstairs looking out the back door, the sliding glass door, uh, by the way, I saw Dale in our backyard and I went, I opened the sliding glass door to let him in and he ran the fuck away. What the hell? Ruben went outside to look for him and Dale, that is. And Abelard was like going to come. He was like going to come help. <laughs> Even though he's like the most timid, scared little guy. Well, big fat cat. Uh, <laughs> most of the time he, he needed to find his brother, which was kind of sweet and sad and whatever. But now he's got him back. He can lick his head <laughs> as much as much as he feels it needs to be licked. And uh, all, all the cats are relatively happy, although Dale will be happier. Uh, Abelard is a pretty good boy about taking his liquid uh, daily steroids. Uh, Dale is not a very good boy about taking his antibiotics. Hmm. Also a liquid. You have to trick it or is that a, uh, like a dropper straight in the back of the throat? <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a syringe. So I, I squirt it back in there. Um Although I, I, his anti-inflammatory, which was only three days, was a pill. He's kind of better at taking pills than taking liquids, which I find strange. But I he's strange just in general. So I guess that's not terribly surprising. <laughs> so speaking of right. <laughs> the, global, the global pandemic. Yeah, uh, what we uh, promised last week was uh, just a couple things of... You know, what you can do now that it's too late. And I was uh, 
I was very happy to see the uh, minimal guideline of the minimal effort we're putting in being extended to the end of <laughs> April. Oh, uh, Virginia just now issued their um, stay-at-home order, uh, which is through June 10th. That's good. That's it is. I mean, on the one hand, it's like, enough, oh, damn. But like, it, I mean... the higher the uh, power, we uh, discussed this last week. But like, the higher the power is that declares a thing, lets lower powers not be bad guys, and might even provide some positives for insurance-related reasons, et cetera, et cetera. Maybe. It's all really bad, though. Like, one of my mom's cousins works for ADT. Like, I'm pretty sure she's just, like, maybe she's in sales or customer support or something like that. And that was deemed an essential function, so she's been having to go to work. Well, that's bullshit. It really is. Uh, and I forget which state. She used to be in Tennessee, I think, but now I'm pretty sure it's, like, North Carolina. Anyway, some southern state. Hmm. So that sucks, and that's dumb. Uh, we found out today that uh, our badges were deactivated, so we can't go to the office, even if we wanted to. Um, and apparently they're just going to let all... So we have this spiffy new office, uh, and it's got a ton of plants in it, like decorative like plants. And there is a person who comes every two weeks, I think, and tends the plants. But they're basically just going to let the plants die Oh, well, no. while the pandemic is ongoing, which, okay, I get it. They're just plants. This is like the least of all of the bad things that are going to happen. But like, I feel bad. So, like a couple of us were totally willing to stage a rescue to like go get a bunch of plants and like keep them in our houses until we could go back to the office. But they kind of forestalled us. And, and now we can't. Uh, and, and, and this right at the time when I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> I wish I had some house plants. <laughs> I have this weird urge to have house plants. I don't know why. Well, you have your. Uh, th does your dough count as a plant? <laughs> or I don't it know, might. What does yeast count as? <laughs> well, it's more of a pet because um, it's it's an animal, right? Sort of. It, it or well, I don't know. It's a unicellular, whatever. But my yeasties, <laughs> I'm actually trying to bake some bread with them. I have some uh, loaves rising right now, actually, and I made some cinnamon rolls with with my yeast boys. Um, and it came out pretty okay. I liked it. Uh, I'm terrible at rolling. <laughs> it was hilariously like all all of <laughs> every roll was a different size. Yeah, but and, that gives like, you assorted sizes. So like, if you want like an ass load of cinnamon roll, it's still like oh, I'm just having one. And if you just you know want like a tiny in between snacks of <laughs> <laughs> other things, it's like well, I'm having the little one. Yeah, there were like a small amount of normal sized ones, like like maybe four, <laughs> and then two uh, or three gigantic ones, <laughs> and maybe three tiny ones. And there were supposed to be 12 altogether, and you'll notice that did not no. add up to 12. <laughs> but uh, yeah, a lot of people are baking to sort of deal with their, we're, we're baking our feelings into breads, uh, which means it's actually incredibly difficult to get flour right now yeah um, that's one of the and fun I'm, things that ran out yeah i'm kind of running low on all purpose so i'm like well okay what if i mix like my cake flour <laughs> and my bread flour will that will that give me all purpose i'll have to actually google this at some point i'm, I'm pretty sure it's certain i can like adapt but it's kind of a bummer uh yeah um i'll, I'll jump off of that uh just sort of to uh to the only like physical health thing i have here which is uh 
put all of these carbs into cardio. Um, and that's not just because, you know, I'm a douchebag runner. You know, I haven't ran in, well, until, to- Although you are. until today <laughs> um, and uh, did uh, increase in mass in the meantime. Um, mm-hmm. But because this is the disease it is, you really want to have an intimate baseline of what your lung capacity is. And also, if you're starting with stronger lungs, that is a good thing for survival slash quality (laughs) of life in survival. (laughs) Yeah, because this disease really, well, in concert with your traitorous immune system, this disease (laughs) really does a number on the old lungs. Yeah. Um, While you are in stores, (laughs) (laughs) uh, hopefully uh, no more than once a week and even then, uh, staying as far away as you can from people. Uh, if we were a cooler society, your typical costume quality lightsaber is about three feet of blade plus hilt. <laughs> so if you could touch each other's lightsabers, that's too close to be to each other. But alas, I'm the only one that was carrying one. <laughs> Uh, but also with those lightsabers, you're going to not be hitting each other with, you might want to get some safety goggles of like the, uh, woodworking or like dentist quality, not like the surgery quality, not because they are going to keep particulates out of your, uh, eye sockets, but because they'll keep your fingers out of there while you're outside and haven't washed your hands yet. Yeah, my solution for this uh, up to this point has been to leave on my leather gloves, my outside gloves, uh, but I'm, they're, they're not really yeah. seasonally appropriate anymore. I mean, the weather's been ping-ponging. Well, that's like, true, yeah. But it's it's still not quite cold enough uh, to, to go with the gloves route, so I'm not quite sure. Uh, <laughs> and gloves are another thing, too, where, like, yeah, you can wear, you know, your thinnest pair of touch compatible mittens or whatever while you're in a store or whatever not because again they're effective but because it's just sort of a mental thing for you to be oh i'm engloved don't touch my parts yeah pretty much and i do need to actually go to the grocery store because that's where my pharmacy is and i need to pick up one of my prescription refills and it's like hmm sex sores and maybe hopefully they'll have toilet paper (laughs) and on that note (laughs) Yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm feeling more and more like I should actually get one of those bidet attachments. And, but like the ones that have heaters would a require an extension cord. Cause I can't install another outlet behind the toilet for this. I rent or two pipes uh, and, uh, there, well, there are ones that will hook up to your hot water. But even then I would have to like drill a hole in the side of the vanity, which again, I'm a renter. So <laughs> Or the longest hose. And well, you know, you you've worked in IT. You know how to make things pretty. <laughs> that shouldn't be. Uh <laughs> you've never seen any of my offices slash cubicles. I do not run cables pretty. Well, neither do I, but I mean, we know how. <laughs> well, in principle. Yeah, we know but, what's supposed I mean, to be done with it. It would certainly involve drilling holes, and actually the way that particular vanity is would make it super extra awkward. So I would pretty much need to use one of the electrical ones, and they're like 300 bucks. Now, the the standard... People say that it's not that bad to be blasting your butt. That was me. Last week I said that. (laughs) I know, and you're not the only one. But but I just just can't quite wrap my mind. I can't imagine that not being very unpleasant. It just seems like it would be, you know, 
Like a cold shower for your butthole. I don't want that. <laughs> I don't I don't know. <laughs> but it's not a bad idea to get a bidet. I, you know, maybe I'll just, I'll just, what do I have to, I don't have, I ain't got kids. I can buy the expensive bidet. Well, you have multiple toilets. You could, you could get, you know, uh, one of the no features one for 40 bucks and one of the all the features one for $300 for an average well, of would, 160. <laughs> I would basically have to because I really only have one bathroom with an appropriate outlet. Yeah. The other, the other two bathrooms have, so back in the day, <laughs> uh, in the sixties, when this house was built in the bathroom, I guess they didn't account for curling irons and hair dryers. Like, I don't know where you did that stuff, but there is a, a, a single two prong outlet on the light fixture above the vanity so that you can plug in your electric razor. Also, uh, we have the weirdest. So most of the house is on fuses as in they blow and you need to physically replace them. Yeah. But there are a couple of breakers on the panel. So it's like this weird hybrid. Just finish the job. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the deal is. That's just something that they did in 1960, apparently. Which is why when people buy these houses for $800,000, they knock them down immediately. Yeah. Because it's the, not the, worth the, untangling the electrical that. sucks. Also, like all the kitchen outlets are on one circuit. That that's good for the stand mixer plus one other thing. Yeah, like we have um like an electric grill. It's like a panini press, but it's also a grill, which we never use it for paninis, but we often use it <laughs> as like a giant George Foreman. And so if you want to do that and like microwave yourself some microwavable vegetables, forget it. You gotta wait. Yeah. <laughs> you can run one of those at a time. So with food. Again, yeah. like you can keep ordering things forever and ever, and that's a great thing to do if, you know, you're one of the people that get to be employed in home during this. Hi, that's me. I'm going to keep ordering delivery until I can't anymore. We do have a stockpile of, of food, uh, some, a small stockpile. We've got way more cat food than people food. Yeah, I wanted to mention but... that too, that like uh, overstock on cat food, because like, unless you're already a person that knows how to feed your animals with people food... Don't like nope. try to become that because yeah, pet food and has things. It's a whole thing with it. cats, right? Like they... a dog will do a lot better than a cat, right? Because cats, you basically need to eat like let them eat actual animals, but all the animals in the real world are made out of poison because they are full of cigarette butts and twine. <laughs> also, I don't, I don't know that I have the ability to trap like robins or whatever for my cats. Well, I mean, also, ideally, I the just... cat would. You would just need to put a bird feeder. Out. These cream puffs? I know, I know. <laughs> Although Dale did survive his encounter with a fox. Like, the neighbors mentioned that the fox was definitely in their backyard where the cat was, mm. so he probably just hid. Yeah. He, he's not brave. Um, yeah, it's it's a good idea. And kitty litter as mm -hmm. well, because, like... Yeah, you don't you don't want to deal with not having. I mean, you can use shredded newspaper or whatever if you get a newspaper that has no odor protection. <laughs> yeah, none no. at all. <laughs> That's all. All you're getting out of that is like something similar to a burying substrate that your cat might accept. Yeah, which good luck. <laughs> yeah, my cats kind of like the fresh stuff. Same. I I know that <laughs> one is like pure environmentally disastrous clay, but. It's what they use. I tried the corn one and he started eating it, so... Nope. Oh, gross. 
Yeah, I tried out one that's made of recycled newspaper, and Eloise just peed on on like any piece of paper she could find on the floor. Yeah, instead. I tried that one too, and it was just yeah. Well, that that she one made... I couldn't tolerate because whatever it says, you know, in the ad copy does not do regarding odors again. <laughs> right? No, nothing does except the fresh step, really. <laughs> and this episode brought to you by. They should totally sponsor us, right? You know, if the yeah bidet company isn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah they should send me a free bidet <laughs> yeah uh, I, don't, I don't think they're hurting for business right now no <laughs> uh, but if you are getting food delivered and this goes for just all of your deliveries but um, the sun kills things so like just let things be deposited on your porch and then wait a second and then that's like more than adequate because it hasn't even been proven that uh, person to object to person is even a viable transmission unless you like have a guaranteed sick person like pick their nose like a cruise ship rub it on the bag you touch <laughs> the same exact spot and then immediately pick your nose that might work <laughs> but generally like you don't need to like scrub down deliveries like just leave the outer box in the sun and then like wash your hands when you unpack the thing and maybe do your unpacking on the porch if you want to go that far uh and food you know just get it out of their containers and into yours immediately preferably something that actually seals so then you can run that container under some soapy water and this is mostly like as of the current science uh just good habit forming not necessary but you know, the more often you wash your hands, the better. And right. with washing your hands, uh, it is getting harder and harder to buy anything useful. <laughs> Remember that you just need soap, like, period. So uh, severely diluted dish soap is fine. In fact, if you can dilute it enough for it to work in a pump bottle from, like, a hand soap, you know, that's plenty and you could still go like two to one from there because you just need to prove that it lathers for it to do its lipid genocide you can also use bar soap yeah soap is soap bar soap still works i know like a lot of people are kind of freaking out about shortages on liquid hand soap but like bar soap <laughs> yeah um and for stuff that is like liquid liquid um, if you manage to have beforehand alcohol and peroxide, because those are just gone, gone. Mm. I looked up some eBay gouging to, you know, uh, break my wow. soul and it, it was fun. <laughs> um, but yeah, get those into spray bottles because you want to be able to use that, you know, as little as possible. Um, you know, you don't need to dump it on stuff. Uh, spritz is fine. You know, alcohol kills practically on content, you know, just with a good wipe and peroxide takes about eight minutes which is also fine and these are both good options for things that would not enjoy being bleached squirty bottles because you'll use less because you're going right. to have less <laughs> it also lets you you know like establish like quantity rules in general like one pump is enough for insert task or whatever yeah i mean i'm definitely guilty of uh a big glob Wasting. of soap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a couple pumps of the little, the method uh, pumps, which uh, really one is sufficient. Or like 
I used to, um, I used to use a lot more toilet paper than I've been using <laughs> for the past several days, but, uh, it turns out I don't need as much, uh, if I'm kind of a little bit careful because <laughs> I don't, I don't want to run out of the Charmin. We were able to get some of the store brand, like a, a 12 pack, I guess, uh, and we don't go through it that fast, but because there's only the two of us, but like we're going through it faster than we used to because, of course, neither one of us is pooping at work anymore. Yeah, that's that's a big thing for a lot of people. Is that that first bowel movement was put off to work? Yeah, I've seen that's like a meme now. Yeah. Like <laughs> you used to hold it at work until you could get home, but now you're holding it at home until you can get to work. But of course, I'm forbidden. We're both forbidden to go uh, to our offices. Um, so, <sighs> I don't know. I'm just so glad that I have uh, at least as many bathrooms as people in this house. Because it would be kind of a bummer if we only had one bathroom between the two of us. Yeah, especially when you're uh, out of toilet paper and don't have your bidet yet and have to, you know, improvise <laughs> with various oh, other appliances in that room. Oh, no, I'm not going to improvise. Uh, that's it. I'm, I'm just going to buy I'm just going to drop however much I have to on the days and, yeah, <laughs> install them. I mean, I figured, cool. the, you know, that you would be at the point where you would prefer the cold stream up your butt to, you know, the orphanage grade toilet paper. Well, I haven't quite, I haven't run out of Charmin yet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I still have, These like... These aren't hard times, literally. I still have like or maybe five rolls, including the ones that are on the rolls right now, plus the surplus. But <laughs> yeah, I've had to, I've been replenishing the bathrooms with, uh, with the generic stuff. So it's on the horizon <laughs> as, as annoying business people say, <laughs> <laughs> what else did we have? I'm I'm being a terrible. Uh, I'm I'm doing a really an even worse than usual. Well, no, about as bad as usual job. Uh, actually, uh, prepare for summer to be worse. Uh, oh god, because we're not yeah. doing enough to actually stem anything right now. We're doing enough to keep hospitals slightly overloaded. Yeah. So uh, assume during the summer that other infrastructure could uh, sporadically fail and have you know day plus outages. So. I mean, I would hope not. Um, it, so in a sane world, there would be less demand than usual. Then again, so office HVAC systems, which will probably be turned off, are probably more efficient than most people's home HVAC systems. So in that sense, there might actually be more demand if people are, you know, every individual is using their home air conditioning. But everyone always does know. anyway. No one turns it off when they go to work. Yes, they do. I have a programmable thermostat, and mine always turned it down during working hours. Well, less, and but it not like, on. you know, like off, off, because if you let your house get to 90 degrees in there, then... Well, yeah. right, I set it to like seven, like 80 or 82 or something, I forget. Right. Um, but it's not so much that that could be the problem, but more uh, having a shortage of blue-collar workers, either due to them being sick or being unwilling mm -hmm. to perform dangerous tasks because going to the hospital for anything is a big roll of the dice. Yeah, that's true. So, dumbest example is someone just crashes their car into an important pole or piece of water infrastructure. 
that might lie around for a while and any collateral that's associated with it is just going to take longer to be dealt with. Yeah, the lesson that we should as a society learn from from this whole thing is that people who don't make very much money are actually extremely important. Yeah. And perhaps <laughs> they should make more money. Uh, but we'll see how that all shakes out uh, if and when <laughs> this whole thing is over, uh, particularly how that might come into play. Because it's an election year. Yay. Everything's very terrible. Yeah. So uh, because there isn't a run on these now, um, I'll just say nebulously and, you know, you can uh, assemble these in whatever order you want. Have the ability to put solar energy into USB batteries, that is, batteries that have USB ports for in and out, um, and have things besides your phone that you can do with power that has a USB on one end of it. Uh, there are all sorts of stupid little things that are joke slash depressingly useful, sometimes laptop accessories that have been going into USB ports for over a decade now. Or is it two is USB 20 years? Oh, God, it is. Uh, moving on. Haha, <laughs> 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 old. Uh, when water gets bad uh, or there's just advisories, uh, either because a pump station lost power and <laughs> the water going through it might be grosser or just, again, like someone hits something that's touching a pipe and it explodes. And also, you know, like we did that whole season on our infrastructure having a D and water is pretty low on that list. Yeah. And it hadn't gotten any better in the, in the past couple of years. So. Yeah. So, uh, filtering is for minerals. Boiling is for pathogens. And if you need to do both, you do it in that order. Otherwise you're just making mineral tea out of, <laughs> yeah. out of your water, which is not really what you want. And, uh, Non-replaceable filters, like the LifeStraw trademark brand, are, uh, so those are the things that are designed for, you know, weekend survivalists to be able to drink stagnant water. Uh, and they do right. work, but again, they're for pathogens. I don't know about minerals, so when things start to get flinty in your neighborhood, I think we could start doing something <laughs> about that now. Um, well, since we can just in invent money. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but only for rich people. Yeah. We can only we can invent money just to <laughs> to light it on fire uh, because Wall Street, haha, <laughs> lol, Wall yeah. Street. So those are what those are for. Uh, there's already been a run on dry beans, so I don't need to tell you how to make dry beans uh, into you know wet beans, which is how <laughs> you do that. It just takes more than a day. <laughs> well, everybody needs to just use their instant pots. Yeah, you know, like generally learn how to cook. Because you're going to, like, have to start improvising and that can no, of beans is not meant to just be eaten as a can of beans, even if it's warm. <laughs> warm it up and mix in some cheese. There you go. Yeah, that, that's pretty good. It turns out if you, you put any four life? canned things into a crock pot, it's chilly in four hours. <laughs> there, are, there are some definite exceptions to that. Also, if you put spaghetti under it, that's disgusting. That's, I don't care no, what I, the people I, of the Midwest no. say. <laughs> Also, the chili tastes weird and gross. Somebody kind of described what chili is and somebody else, like it was like a game of telephone with the concept of chili. So they invented Cincinnati style chili and it goes on spaghetti and it's gross. Yeah, this is the thing with like deep dish pizza and Montreal bagels and well, West Coast bagels for that matter, which is that 
This may or may not be a perfectly cromulent dish. I'm not here to make that call, <laughs> but it is not the name you've attached to it. Oh, I'm here to make that call oh. for Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> like, one of my, we were discussing this whole thing on a, on a, like, we have a social Zoom call at work now, which is kind of cute. And it came up. We we're, of course, everybody just talks about the horrors of the of the of the, uh, of the current time. And there was a nursing home in Spain where the employees just abandoned all of the old people, and they all died. They found them all dead uh, fairly recently. And one of my coworkers was like, "Well, but who are we to judge?" And I'm like, "I am one to judge. Yeah. I am perfectly <laughs> comfortable." Hundred percent happy to judge those employees. I I understand fleeing, but fucking tell somebody, Jesus Christ. Right. You know, at least you know, have it be the government's fault because you at least told the government. You know, anything. Right. Tell somebody. Yeah. Call the police. Whatever. Do it anonymously. Do it from a payphone. Get a burner. Tell somebody about the old people that you've abandoned to their fate. It's just. <laughs> I 100% comfortable judging that. Yeah. Super judging. But you know who I'm not judging? Everyone who hasn't been wearing a bra for the last 10 <laughs> days or whatever. Yeah, no, I have. Because, um, like, I don't find them that uncomfortable. And also oh, we well, you've always... you put, like, a lot more effort into knowing, like, how oh, a well, bra works. You'd yeah. be surprised. Um, <laughs> I don't know that I, I mean, I, I've been on the internet. I, there's a whole subreddit about, a, it's called a bra that fits right, and it's yeah. to help women uh, and other people who need bras. Um, yeah, I mean, we're on a, I'm on a daily video call at least once, sometimes more than once. So I, 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 and I, you know, braless isn't really that much of an option for me if I need to be like presentable. <laughs> I have been wearing nothing but sports bras, but my sports bras are kind of like normal bras, so like whatever. No, well, yeah, uh, my wife has been as well because they're nice, um, you know. Uh, but also, but where I was going with that is uh, now is the time to get the window privacy uh, that you've always dreamed of. Because uh, again, I'm not judging you if you're not going to put on pants because <laughs> you're on a top-only call. Just, you know, if you want to get, like, things that diffuse light so you can still have ambient light but not a nice view of your wang or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I, although, I, you know, wear underwear. You don't have to wear pants, but do wear underwear. Because if you're sitting on the furniture yeah, with yeah, your bare yeah. ass, that's just gross. Yeah. Like, I don't care how fancy of a day you just I bought. I knew you were going to bring it back to that. <laughs> your bare ass does not go on my couch or ideally your own either yeah but it is you know nice to wander <laughs> out of bed straight into the kitchen and just be in whatever i wake up in <laughs> um but speaking of schedules like <laughs> try to maintain a circadian rhythm i mean because i'm still i'm fortunate enough to still be working like pretty much like normal that's I don't I don't really have a choice. I mean, I am waking up a little bit later than I normally would, um, but it's not that much. Like an hour and a half later. Yeah. And uh, on that note, if you have the money or have already uh, spent the money but never got around to doing it, now is a great time to play with smart home stuff with the classic introductory. Uh, uh, gateway appliance that is just light bulbs and you know set like 
them turning off when you intend to be asleep and <laughs> not get in the habit of overriding them. Again, it's the same thing as like the wearing safety goggles to the store, not because they'll actually do anything, but because you want to catch yourself. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, uh, speaking of lights, I have been reading that apparently sad lights are still helpful, even though it's, you know, there's getting to be more daylight because we're just inside a bunch. Um, yep. Yeah. So, you know, not a bad idea if you can afford it to grab yourself a sad light and blast yourself in the face with, <laughs> with some bright lights. Uh, but you do want to do that in the morning, apparently, or you can, again, break your own circadian rhythm, which you don't want to do. Yeah. Well, if you do, you can uh, let me know how it goes, because uh, <laughs> my neurologist is not uh, telemedicine yet. And I had an appointment for like, right when they all canceled. <laughs> yeah. I I just <laughs> hounded my my uh, GP about the results from my sleep study, which said I had mild to moderate sleep apnea. Uh, Does that mean you get the smaller when... CPAP? <laughs> I don't know. Um, so, but she hadn't gotten back to me, and they had emailed me the results, and I figured they probably emailed it to her office too. But I don't know what's up. So I like I attached it to a message in the like patient portal thingy that we have. I was like. Hey, I don't know if they sent you this, but if they didn't, here it is. It says I have mild sleep apnea. What are we doing next? And then she responded and was like, "Blah blah, referral to the place. Get it." So it's a whole nother appointment, which I'm sure which, you'll have fun going well, not to. Yeah, I mean, probably that's not going to happen yeah. because it involves sticking something in your nose. And you have to, like, be at a place overnight while they, like, adjust uh, whatever it is they adjust, the pressure or whatever of the device. And it's like, I just don't, <laughs> it's just, I I'm not dying of sleep apnea. I can probably wait until the end of days is over one way or another. <laughs> Either we'll all be dead and it won't matter anymore. <laughs> or we won't be and perhaps I can breathe at night. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not doing a very good job of uh, having a relatively upbeat, <laughs> cheerful episode about what you can do. Uh... I didn't promise this was a cheerful one. Well, that's true. 